0: And how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Well, you know, the word walked in. The word came in. So, And we all got to touch the word. Which is, you know, that's the purpose of worship is to touch God. I want to touch the heart of God. I want him to say, (gasps) and turn his face toward me. (laughs) Yes. Hallelujah. You know, our God, our Father, He is a God of objectivity and purpose. He doesn't do anything by happenstance, nothing is coincidence. God is a God of purpose. And he ordains things. They don't just happen. And, and, I'm, and I just want to say what, what better thing to have happen on Christmas than to receive the greatest Christmas gift that was ever given, to receive the Son of the living God, the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. So let's go to that Christmas story, okay? They just about preached everything today anyway, in the songs and in the words that was given. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke chapter 2. I just want to show you in this story the real objectivity of God. It was not an accident that his son was born in a cave. And laid in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. And when we start looking in the scriptures and we start seeing, what does that mean? You see how God is a God of purpose. He doesn't do anything by chance. Okay? So let's go to Luke chapter 2, verse 1. We all know the story. But let's really kind of dig into it a little bit today. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while that dude was governing Syria. They had names. Who can pronounce them? So all went to be registered, everyone in his own city. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. The angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Now Mary and Joseph, they were traveling. Because the king had decided that all the world, you notice that it said the world should be censored. They should be counted counted. So that they can be taxed. Well, to the Romans, their empire was the world. So the Roman empire had to be counted so they would know how much taxes they could charge you. So being overtaxed (laughs) is something that's been going on forever. Amen? Forever and ever. Forever. But I just want to say something about Joseph. You know, God. God didn't pick Joseph just by chance. Y'all remember that scripture where it talks about the talents? And he says that you, are, you have been found faithful, and I'll make you ruler over much. And he says, he says if, if, you, if you're not found faithful over this, who is going to give you the true riches? Well, how much more of a true riches was Jesus. The life of Jesus Christ. So Mary and Joseph had already been tested. They had already been proven that they were faithful people. Faithful people. And so God chose them to nurture his son. Amen. The lamb. Don't forget. Don't forget that. The lamb of God. The lamb of God. Um, There was no room for them In the end, because everyone in the world (laughs) had to go to their hometown to be counted. So, literally, every single room was full. And the fact that she was nine months pregnant, riding a donkey for ten days. So here is something, don't say that if this is God, it's going to be easy. Because it was God, 100%, that Mary birthed the Son of God. It was God, 100%, that they go to Bethlehem. And it was hard. It was a hard trip. She was nine months pregnant. We have a rough time traveling in our SUV. You know, I mean, goodness. She was on a donkey with air conditioning. Yes, she didn't have no air conditioning. She didn't have nothing on her back. Oh, Jesus. But it's so worth it. He's talking about dying to your flesh. Oh, my goodness. I can just imagine how she died to her flesh. She didn't, I bet you she didn't say one time, Joseph, ugh, why do you have this model of donkey? <sighs> you know, if I'd had something else, it would have been a little more comfortable. Don't you know I'm nine months pregnant, birthing this child? Oh, some of us get kind of rough. <laughs> Not me, though. I was great. I mean, my husband told me that yesterday, that I was good when I was pregnant. Right? Right, Megan? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so this angel come, and he, he appears to these shepherds that are in the fields. And I, wanted, I want to um, give you some insight. The field that those shepherds were in is called the shepherd's field. It's called that today, the shepherd's field. And those lambs, those lambs that they were watching over were sacrificial lambs to be slaughtered, (laughs) to be given as a sacrifice in the temple. They weren't just any old lamb. These lambs were raised to be sacrificial lambs in the temple. Y'all hear that? God is a God of objectivity and purpose. It wasn't a coincidence that there were some shepherd boys out in the field watching some lambs. These were particular lambs to be sacrificed at the temple. And the angel said to them, there's going to be a sign for you. This sign is for you, that you're going to find this babe. So that means they had to go looking for him. There's a bunch of caves, a bunch of caves where animals are. And so they had to look for him. And he said, it was said today, if you seek me, you'll find me. But you're going to have to seek me. Look for him. The best gift. That has ever been given to anyone on the face of this earth was Jesus Christ, the king of all kings. Who took off his kingly robes. Who left glory of heaven to come and become a servant. So that he could be with us. So that he could buy us back so that he could be that sacrificial lamb and pay that price for us, so that darkness would no longer have dominion over us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. But he told him, he said, this is going to be your sign. You're going to find this babe laying in a manger. That manger, the Greek word for manger, is a crib of fodder. That means where you feed your animals. And he is the bread of life. (laughs) Bethlehem means city of bread. He was born the bread of life. (laughs) Was born in the city of bread. The house of bread. In a crib for bread. Wrapped in swaddling clothes. This right here blew me. It just, when I saw this, I'm like, oh my God. Swaddling clothes are bandages that are wrapped around newborn lamb's legs. (laughs) He's a God of objectivity and purpose. He planned every minute detail of the birth of his son, he said, you're going to know that this is the real sacrificial lamb when you see him laying in that crib of bread, in the house of bread, wrapped like a little lamb. Oh my God, that's amazing to me that God did all of that. And so whenever they got there, they saw him and they're like, this is him. And they went and they just broadcast it to every, <laughs> to Mary and Joseph and then to everyone that they saw that they found the real sacrificial lamb. And after Mary, whew, after Mary was, you know, she had to wait a few days before she was pure again. Then they traveled and they went back home. We always, in all of our manger scenes, you know, all of our nativities, those three kings are there. But they didn't come for about two years. It was about two years. They followed that star. (laughs) And I want you to know who these magi, the Greek word is magi, magios or something like that. And it means they, they were magi from the Middle East. Magi are king makers they make a king and they break a king with one word yeah they were powerful very very powerful men and these magi were followers of daniel 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 who prophesied the birth of the messiah They've been looking for the birth of Messiah. And when they saw his star, they knew that the king had been born. And that Greek word for king is capital. The whole thing is capital. (laughs) That means the king of all kings. The highest authority had been born. And they knew it. And they went out seeking him. And so they follow in that star. And when they come into Jerusalem, They made a huge commotion. Where's the king? Where's the king of the Jews? The king of the Jews has been born. Where is the king of the Jews? Everyone that they saw, where's the king? Where is he? We know he's been born. We saw his star. Where is the king? And they sent him to Herod, who was scared because a king had been born. And so he sends them to Bethlehem, but they don't follow him. They follow the star. And the star, they followed the star until, get this, the star stood still over the young child. Not baby, young child. And that word means about at least two years old. And when those magi came, these are powerful men, and we really don't know how many it was. We know it was more than one. Because they said, we have come to worship. And that worship is to bow down and kiss the ground. And to, and to make every gesture of worship for this king of Jews. They knew that the real king had been born. And about a hundred people came with each magi. This was a big ordeal. It wasn't three little kings (laughs) from Orient and Art. (laughs) It was a huge thing. The word says that they brought treasures and gifts of frankincense and gold and myrrh. And those treasures, they say, were coffin-sized boxes full of gold, (laughs) full of money, because they were coming to worship the king. Not a king, the king. And they knew it was the king. And Jesus was not poor. He was not so poor that he didn't have a place to lay his head. No, they, I mean, they, they brought him enough to last him forever. <laughs> forever the camels came the camels were loaded down with gifts with treasures because they were coming to worship the king the king amen it's a it's a wonderful story when you just when you don't just read over it you know and we just for i mean i'm 57 for 56 years i just read over it <laughs> you know and so it's like oh my goodness what you did that is amazing what you did for the birth of your son see he was called the lamb of god before the foundation of the world and you wrapped him like a little lamb and showed him to the to the shepherds that would know the little lamb the sacrificial lamb and you and and for decades. I don't even know how many years it was from Daniel to these magi. They were looking for him, looking for that Messiah. They knew that he was coming. And they knew when they found him, the king, the authority, the power, the power. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to thank you, Father, that you sent your son. You loved this world so much that you gave your only begotten son. And your son said, yes, I'll go. I will take off my kingly robes and I will put on the garment of a servant. And I will come and I will lay my life down for mankind. I will lay my life down for your people. I will will give myself for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I receive your gift. I receive the gift of the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, the God of all gods. I receive that gift. And I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So with that, I say, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We worship. We worship. We worship you, Lord. We truly adore you. We adore the King of kings, the Lord of lords. We adore you. There is none like you. And I thank you that you are my Savior. You are my stronghold. You are my shelter. You are my You are my provider. You are my source. You are my strength. You are everything that I have need of. You fulfill all in all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And if you want to know this Savior, if you want to know him, that's all you have to do. Say, come into my heart, Jesus. Save me and wash me clean. Be the Lord of my life. Be the Lord of my life. I give my heart to you. I give my life to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray over you today that the blessings of the Lord God be upon you. I thank you, Lord, that you, that your angels encamp round about every single one of us that's here today, God, that you go with us through this holiday season as we remember that you truly are the reason for this season, God. Whether it was the day you were born or not, this is when we choose to celebrate your life. And so I thank you that through this season, your presence, your Holy Ghost, your angels encamp round about these people, God, and that you bring them the true gift, the true gift of Christmas. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.